Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. It's fucking hot here in Brooklyn. Hate that shit. I'm sweating in my balls. I can feel the sweat trickling down every ripple of my testicles. Yes, I said that. You already know how it goes on the Crush A Lot Podcast. I don't hold back. Uh, the bodyguard Kalina on the way? Possibly. I don't know. But she might do a cameo. We all know she's expensive to keep that uh, secret secu- uh, security on lock. So the budget's a little maxed out. So she might be giving me halftime. We'll see. man. But I'm excited because I've been talking to our guests for a few, a few months. And I, I, I got previews of some things that are coming around, right around the corner. And been hearing the good things from a lot of other people in the game. And I'm excited because everyone knows I love my production, I love my beats, and I love them a certain way. And my my man, our guest, does it the way that I love. And we're talking about Body Bag Ben. If you don't know who Body Bag Ben is, get ready. Body Bag Ben. Ben, how are you? Yo, my man. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Uh... I got sweat trickling down my fucking ball crack too, dude. So we're, you know, it's like late. meant to be. So it's all good. We're going to be uncomfortable <laughs> together. Uh, that's the only way to do it. Oh, uh, man. Your project, the season, right around the corner of release. It's, it's exciting because you have the who's who in the game on this project. Of course, our boy Daniel Sun, uh, J. Royal, um, Riggs. Man, the list Casablanca, a, a bunch of cats. Where did this project, where would, where was it birthed, the idea of it, and how did you start piecing it together? Yeah, you know what, man? I uh, it's kind of funny because I I've been making like beats, just doing my. I mean, I'm in like unknown, obviously. Like this is. And just barely started coming through the system and people kind of barely started hearing about you know who ben is and body bag ben or whatever and, and all those other items and you know, putting out a lot of songs and stuff like that you know really i i'll be honest with you it's funny because like i originally kind of like started out as an mc like trying to do this like rap shit you know what i mean and it's it's funny because I even had like a little small little deal and like did a little tour and like played some little shows and you know did shit you know did things with it and it never really I don't know if I ever really put like my best foot forward in those regards like doing that you know what I mean but when I started making beats and started getting more into like the production stuff and like really kind of you know making things that I would want to hear or I could imagine like artists that I like could be rapping on or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just, I don't know, you know, I'm an older dude, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, I grew up listening to like fucking everything, anything you could imagine that I was listening to, I was probably listening to. But, um, I don't know, for me, man, like I just really started kind of really wanting to put out quality music and things started clicking kind of quick you know i mean like i uh i put out i think the first one i did was um i think it was either the daniel son or uh ito i can't remember which one it was first but then i did one with stock heights right after and i really i really liked that one. you know what i mean like for me doing that that kind of music or like the kind of style with no drama 
the no drums or no snare or anything like that was kind of like that I don't do that you know what I mean like so that's like me trying to trying to do you know what's going on right now and just you know just fucking with it and he liked it so we used it and it came out dope I think people liked it I know his dude Trevor liked it I liked it a lot I got a good relationship with those guys now I'm trying to put something together for those for that camp over there because sauce is a, is a beast um but I think what really I think what really got people kind of looking at me was when I did I think uh, the Scarfo one because yeah. I heard a couple people were like yeah Scarfo was the one I started really listening to you know Smooth uh, Daniel Sun and, and uh, the homie Volatile from uh, up north there in uh, New York and after that I just I was like fuck it I'm just gonna start putting shit out you know what I mean so I started kind of talking more and more you know just networking with cats dude, just putting things together getting things trying to move and, uh, you know here we are man like I said uh, before we started recording like one project came up another project came up you know, the, the season kind of has been a <laughs> like a long time in the making and it actually wasn't even called that I had a whole different name and art and the whole you know the whole the whole deal so you know it's changed since the original kind of conception of it and the thought of fuck it i'll just put i'm gonna put out a record and uh i'm kind of I'm, I'm happy i held off you know what i mean because it, it turned into something that i wasn't even anticipating in the beginning so yeah i mean it's been it's been pretty dope little journey uh it's, i'm looking forward to it man i got a lot of a lot of crazy shit coming up. <laughs> it, it's interesting how fast word of mouth is these days. Of course, the power of the internet. But, you know, it seems it could be it could feel overwhelming at times. And I feel that, too, because I don't consider the Crush a Lot podcast to be significantly big or even big at all. We have our niche. Yeah. We have our audience. We have we have people in the game that do turn to us for you know promotion and get on the show whatever talk yeah, even even just sure. just learning how to promote your stuff publicly <clears throat> you know you know there's a lot of reasons why oh, yeah. people do the show right so it's always weird oh, to get the not- feedback right like it's like yeah like we love what you guys are doing like we got a big shout out recently from a bigger publication that's been around for a long time and it's like oh really that's a real thing? Okay. And I didn't even know how to feel about it. It was like, oh, I guess <clears throat> you kind of have to like put your foot on the pedal a little bit. Um, how, do, you, how you know what, is man? that kind of what happened with you? You, you know what? You, 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 you hit the nail on the head, man. Like, I think where I always failed as a, as an MC trying to get my, my shit off was I didn't really promote it that well. You know what I mean? Like I didn't... I was expecting like my bars were gonna be enough to, you know, I'm <laughs> like yeah. break through and, and you know whatever. As most rappers kind of fall victim to, I know a lot of dudes that fucking spit dope shit, but they've never got anywhere because they don't know how to fucking, they don't know how to, you know, promote their stuff or whatever. And um, so, but with with the production shit, like man, I I know this stuff's a business, man. Like these guys do this; it's a hustle for them. This is how you know. This is how some of them make their money. You know, you gotta respect the man's business. So coming into it, you know, investing in yourself is not something that you can take lightly, man. Like if you're serious about it, and this is like probably a message to the younger cats that are trying to figure out, damn, yeah, how did this dude get right here? 
in that you know short amount of time or whatever but like yo it, nothing's for free man you know what i mean i'll just say it like that so you got to pay you know you got to pay your respect man you got to pay your pay your dues and, and you know just wait your turn man it'll happen and, yeah i mean you know, if you, under, if you understand that if you understand the business you know if you, if you understand that and uh you know you you attach some dope shit with it and it's it's a fucking it'll happen you know it could happen a lot it could happen a lot quicker than people think the bodyguard jumped in <laughs> sorry i'm late pardon me for being late hey, no, no he, uh, he, he's, he's, he thought he was only going to get about half of your time so this is uh, <laughs> i'm like could i confess that that's what i have left in the budget to pay you for security <laughs> so i knew i had to pick either have you in the uh, beginning or have you to close the show so we got you here um so uh then it's an interesting time like i was like saying like you have the product you have your beats we have our show how do you flip it and get it out there like it took us it took me years to get to where we are now and that and the show from yeah. the beginning to where it is now is completely different even from when me and Kalina started, it's completely, it's completely different. Um, and that was just kind of like studying the market and what people are doing. You, and you're, it's just the fast rise you had from dropping the first song with, with Danielson and Rome, and then jumping right into Ito, who's like having a tremendous 2019 and riding yeah, that wave. Yeah. Then do, you're going into Sauce Heist. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, uh, it's funny because I, I know I've, I've watched these guys, you know what I mean? I'm saying who's doing what and like how people are kind of like responding to their work. And dude, Ito's been fucking doing stuff for a long time. A lot of people don't know that. That dude's been around for a while. And, uh, I just, the thing with Sauce Heist, man, that thing was like, it came, came together like, uh, so organically man I, I think we just like hit it off like on the gram and next thing you know we got a song it was, like two days went by and next thing you know it was done <laughs> you know what I mean? it was like it was quick like that so um i think to to answer the question on how to like navigate it and, and try to kind of pick the spots and, and and look at what is beneficial for everybody is uh you know it's funny i used to be <laughs> i used to be in the uh, music industry actually i was a uh, I was like the lead singer of this kind of, it was like a decent kind of like, kind of not like super popular, but we toured and shit. And we're signed onto a record label. It was like a hardcore punk rock thing <laughs> in like LA. I you went through that phase. Yeah, it's funny. You know what I mean? Everybody, I'm a hardcore, yeah, no doubter. Like, <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm like, no doubt before Tragic, Tragic Kingdom came out. <laughs> Some Beacon Street it's collection. Funny, I, was, shit. I, was, uh, <laughs> I was, I was actually laughing with a guy about this the other day he was asking me when uh the record was coming out and he was like hey man you know, i remember when you were in this hardcore band and all this shit and i was like yeah yeah i remember that too it's fun so but just like uh <laughs> but just kind of like seeing how i had an opportunity back then and how it got blown by not like handling business dude just like being genuine about it and kind of like putting your best foot forward on everything and just being a real dude, man. Just like being genuine about the process, and I didn't. I never expected any of these cats to do anything for me for free, and I'll never say anything. I'll never speak on the business that we did with each other, but I'm, I'm good. You know, whatever, whatever is needed, whatever the situation is, 
to get the project done. You know what I mean? Like, let's it's a go. Let's just do it. Like that shit. The money thing wasn't an option. It didn't matter to me. Like, I think we talked about that earlier, right? Um, I think right before uh, right before she jumped on, you know, it was like understanding that none, nothing was going to be. It wasn't going to be a handout. You know what I mean? It was going to be invest in yourself. You know, if the materials correct, the business is correct, things are going to click. And and that was kind of like the perfect storm. You know what I mean? Just kind of understanding it wasn't going to be a free ride because. I think any of the producers that are kind of coming through it and some of the dudes that are way, you know, further than me, like, you know, you know Rob De Niro, freaking, you know, all those dudes, Galileo Point, and a lot of these cats are way further than where I'm at, too. You know what I mean? Those dudes are doing, they've been doing records for a minute and, and they know it's it's a grind, dude. You give a lot of shit away for free. I mean, I got tracks out there that I've never been paid for that people have used, you know what I mean? Like, all that shit. So, but that's kind of the long and short of it, man. You know, I'm just being genuine with the response because I'm not trying to fraud like the shit I'm doing is the best shit in the world. It's just like the business is right, the mentality is right, and, and, and the product matches all of that. You know what I mean? So it's just like a, it's like a, it's just the season. You know, it's just working. It's working around yeah. the, around the corner. A big moment for you in Korea. Let's take it back before the body bags were being piled up. In the beginning, the beginning. Yeah. So we have a little history of you. Some, if someone could find a YouTube link of Body Bag Ben MC, and that would be fantastic, or his rock or rock band, that would be great. Um, send, 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 send it to me. I'll send it to you. I'll <laughs> send, send it to it me <laughs> for some contacts. Um, let's talk about production. Um, me and Kalina, we love production. We're big, we're big beats, and if I'm sure in another lifetime, or maybe this lifetime, if we could get on the pads and make our own viral videos, we would um, to make some beats. I'm sure that we we have that even as a like a hobby. Um, you know, I have it's I have man. stuff. Yeah, I have stuff in my house that I ignore the kids to do. Um, what are you using um, right now? What's what's the equipment you're using? The programs you're using? Um, right now, I'm really, uh, look, so I couldn't even flip it around, man. Oh, I forgot. We're just doing audio. Um, <laughs> oh, well, we can I'm see using, it. Uh, yeah. I so, want to yeah, see. No, I'm using just the machine. I'm using, uh, yeah, I'm just using like the Apple setup with the machine, the MK3, just a little keyboard setup and, uh, just some like turntables, man, just sampling records, just flipping it, keeping it simple. I got like three pieces of equipment in here that I use. No, that's about right. I mean, usually that's what you see, like, you know, little, yeah. like, home studio, little setup. I noticed that's how most producers work better anyway. A little smaller, so, you know, it just really work. Like, I get everything done that I need to get done with uh, with three pieces of equipment. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't take up too much room in my room. Because <laughs> that's probably where a lot of producers make their shit is uh, in their house somewhere. So. Like, exactly. You're sampling. You're sampling off of vinyl. Or, yeah, or yeah. I sample off. Of vinyl. Um, but you know what's funny, man, is uh, I, I, as much as I do sample, I'm not even in front. I do make a lot of shit that I don't sample at all. Like I will play the chords and I'll do the whole progression on film because I know how to play instruments. I mean, I'm not like no, you know, Beethoven or no shit like that. But like, I know how to. You know, I know how to play chords. I know scales, and like I said, I used to play 
hardcore metal. Like, so I know how to play drums and like this. So I just like understand patterns. So there's certain tracks that I just, I just know samples and just lace it. And uh, me and Ito actually, a lot of, there's probably like, we did six tracks on the EP that we're getting ready to do. And I think four out of the six are uh, no samples. Everything I just made. That's yeah, cool. and it came out pretty good. What that way you never have any issues with anything because you already made it and that's that's great that's always an advantage to have like as a producer sometimes a sample is really good but it's even better when you can like do instruments use instruments of your own that's the best is that like a reason why you happen to arrange and compose and produce the whole thing on your own is it like a control thing or you just really wanted to do it on your own you know, I think um, I, I, it's funny because I used to really like working with people. I, I felt like I needed to be in a group to be creative or I needed to kind of like bounce my ideas off of people or whatever and kind of like, you know, whatever, maybe even like get people to say, yeah, that's good and to feel good about the idea or whatever. I don't know. I, I was in a lot of different places, like with the creativity shit and I feel like I get more done by myself and it's not like um, I don't want anyone touching it because, you know, it's funny, like my whole mixing and mastering process, I passed that off to a, a, fan, a friend that was in my band with me and I really trust his creative, like his process when he's mixing and doing shit. And it's funny because he doesn't even do hip hop. Like he's actually like a fucking house DJ. <laughs> like it's dope. Though. But yeah. he has the ear for it, and he's, he's good at mixing things down. So he's really good at it. So I do have a small. It's a small team. It's me and him. <laughs> you know. And uh, that's yeah. That sounds pretty accurate too. I mean, people either are like that. They like to work alone or with another person or one other person. Yeah. 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 Like, no, Dave, it's, like, it's a good relationship. like Dave Chappelle says, every team, every team every needs a Mac Mittens, and that's your Mac hey, yo, Mittens. Kaleen, Kaleen is my I, Mac Mittens, oh, <laughs> and, and just, just give me the green line, I go. Um, it's an interesting time for production. Um, Mad Lib, Freddie Gibbs release Bandana, go check out um, Me and Sir Love Days and Jazz on the Cloud. Review on that on our other podcast. Send me a review. Go link is below. Um, and it seemed like he got. I, I don't think it was pushback, but it was when he revealed that a, a majority of all of the album was produced on an iPad. Most likely, yeah, that's crazy. What are your thoughts on that? Because I I didn't care because hip hop for me is just like. No one taught us how to do it. We just figured out with the tech that we have. But who knows? But this is the thing, too. Like, the way he is is, like, who knows? Like, it's does awesome. Mad Lib have time to be, like, tweet? My whole thing was, does Mad Lib really have time to be tweeting that, right? He could have <laughs> either been trolling or it could have been somebody running his account, which is very well possible. So for Mad Lib to say that, even if it's true, like, okay, it's Mad Lib. What are you really going to say? Yeah. What are you going to say? He's done so much in his career already. Like, yeah. you're going to be mad at him for really using an iPad? Not me. I love that. He's made so many genres of music as a producer that an iPad, fuck it, go. For sure. I think, honestly, man, like, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I I have a homie that that does this, like, jungle trance type music. 
and his mixer is like 127 channels or some crazy shit like that. And he like plugs in all these analog cords and like moves shit around all crazy and like, it sounds insane. Like I look at that and I go, I can never do that in a million years, right? So then you look at someone like Madlib, who has probably, obviously more than, more than I mean, obviously did exactly what I'm doing, just sampling vinyl, but with, you know, I, I'm, I got updated shit. So sampling vinyl in the 90s, man, that was, that was kind of a task, you know, it was like a hard thing to do. Nothing, um, nothing changes production like technology. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, dude, I made a, I made a beat on, on GarageBand on my iPad one time, and I was like, this shit's fucking crazy, this shit's dope. <laughs> I, I, I'm proud of this beat. I know, people unlike <laughs> don't take it serious, but there are little things on there that actually sound good. Yes. It's easy to you. Exactly. It's not bad. It's no, not bad. Especially <laughs> like for me, I have a, I have a machine three as well. Um, and I, I don't, I don't really talk about what I do out here. Cause when it drops, it drops and that's, I'll leave it there. But what I do find an iPad interesting for is just to get my idea that might happen outside of my house onto for sure a memory because it, it it comes and leaves and so i like to like whatever's in my mind because i'm a i have my collection of like m music that i have in my head from you because i'm a big music head outside of hip hip hop mm -hmm. is like not even the music genre i listen to the most um, it's just the one that I know the most. Um, yeah. But okay. I just okay. have like, I've been writing down for years all these songs that I want to chop up. Like for years. Mostly Latin, yeah. Latin, yeah. Latin soul shit that the hip hop <laughs> hasn't really abused yet. Like they abused all the other soul shit, but not the Latin soul from the same years yeah. is still pretty much untouched. Um, so I'm like, it's time to chop those up um so I've, that's what i've been doing on on the ipad and it's 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 an interesting thing um but yeah that's crazy i uh, i'm not gonna lie man like i uh when i'm out shopping for records and just looking through stuff you know there's a lot of crazy um and this is a this is like a little hidden gem for all the producers right there man uh soundtracks movie soundtracks yeah vinyl villain does it like a lot any, he does that on purpose online. yeah any kind of movie soundtrack doesn't matter what it is man I, I found this uh i found this one from like an old uh Clint eastwood movie or something like that and uh i swear i didn't even get through the first 45 seconds of the first song i was like oh shit i already have three beats that i can make <laughs> it's like yeah that's it was crazy. true, it's <laughs> true. i have one uh the old film i don't know something really strange yeah, there the but it's so good it's so good it has those the weirdest the little snippets yeah. i think it was from a play a yeah. play always, or, or something always, the, the quality is always really good, like, really good. and it's very so and usually very so theatrical. good it's so cool. very theatrical 100%. that's what vinyl villain said when we had yeah. him on the show he was like i like getting soundtracks because they're like they have that theatric sound already they're already mastered yeah, like yeah. super mastered so. yeah it's it. and I'm more like it's let me get some Jose uh, some Jose Feliciano samples because I'm like just old school like that and I got yeah, some man. flips on I, that but you know I, I have that kind of process when I'm thinking about doing the, uh, the cuts on the hook so I'm, I'm always thinking about what kind of uh, you know what it should sound like it shouldn't just be like random cuts, you know, like I'll kind of, you know, Premier is my favorite producer, man. I don't, I mean, you could listen to my stuff, 
and be like, yeah, connect the dots on be like, this is a, uh, you know, junior primo wannabe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that dude's like, I listen to this old shit. Like one of my favorite songs is uh, Take a Rest. And like that song is crazy. Like that song was made, I think it was like in the late 80s, maybe even like the early 90s. And uh, it just has like this, it, I like I still, like even today, if someone came out with that song, it would be like, the number one on everyone's little you know top 10 or whatever yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? but um so i kind of think about those kind of items when i'm putting together right. the, the cuts on the hook and then i think about those kind of things when i'm trying to like transition from like the verse to the bridge you know I'm, I'm really i really am thinking about the layout and the structure of the song itself and and i think that probably has a lot to do with being in the band like doing all those kind of things you know back then and kind of like understanding the theory i guess or more or less of like uh you know how a song should be laid out tempo you know what i mean really understanding like the mixing and mastering part and putting out you know the best product and yeah man, this is kind of dope yeah. can't wait for everyone to hear everything it's crazy crush a lot podcast body bag band the season coming soon you can find them yeah, over in instagram right now um yeah and you know the who's who's in in the game right now is on the album so be excited for that even if you're like who's the body by ben guy the who's who's in there <laughs> yes, you're gonna be happy because so yeah the co-signs hey, you know are what's huge. funny man is uh that name is uh you know my real name is ben it's not like my real name's like greg or something like that <laughs> like, that would be awesome. i had a homie which like <laughs> yeah what's your real name it's uh, brian <laughs> 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 but no, nah, it's uh, funny how it all came together. It's just like, shit's like fucking, you're just bodying everything. And he just threw it out there. You know, I, I definitely did not give myself that. So I'll just say that. But, uh, you know, you guys can just call me Ben, dude. You know, it's all good. Just call him Ben. <laughs> um, if you like what you're hearing, uh, consider subscribing to the show. You can find us on Apple Podcast app, SoundCloud, Anchor, or, or you know, everywhere spotify everywhere most importantly hit the link below go go check out uh ben aka body bag ben aka once an mc <laughs> once a rock star uh tour life yeah, uh, go hit the links below and go check out uh some of the songs available now through soundcloud and and, and streaming and then get ready for the season right around the corner and some of the other stuff that's coming down it's a great time for for the, for hip-hop a lot of room for everybody to win and we're excited to always have new emerging uh talents coming in to be excited for and uh and take my money like if i have any <laughs> you can you keep getting better and i keep running out of money for vinyls it's, it's hey, it gotta stop it's somewhere be, it's gonna be it's gonna be price pointed you know what i mean it's, it's not gonna break your pocket too much thank right? you like, <laughs> we're thinking about that too <laughs> and when i say do. we i mean me no always support yeah. the artist where you can money. Hey, how about that? I've, I've spent money. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? no. So, Just, hey, um, a lot of people know it takes money to keep this show on the air. It's, uh, yes, I, I've spent I heard, a monthly heard, charge to keep this show on the air. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I've heard from a good source that someone who is really dope, I won't say his name or none of that, paid 20 G's for, for a record to do his own, paid for his own album. You know what I mean? That's how it goes, man. Sometimes yep. that's just how it goes. 
All I gotta say so, is those fourth of Cyber beats I have cost me goddamn money, <laughs> and I'm gonna use them when the time is right. <laughs> Saying that, crush a lot podcast. Free shipping. Free shipping. <laughs> Hit the links. Check you out Body Bag. Check out Body Bag Men everywhere. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the Crush Your Live Podcast. Peace.